Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight, Anna Karenina. The starring players... This is Ingrid Bergman. And this is Gregory Peck. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in Metro-Golden-Mayer's stirring, challenging story, Anna Karenina, from the immortal novel by Count Leo Tolstoy. It stars Gregory Peck as Count Alexis Bronska and Ingrid Bergman in the title role. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Anna Karenina. Russia, the old Russia, brilliant and glittering. Russia in the days of the Tsar. A lovely old country house near St. Petersburg. And in the candlelit study, an elderly officer in guardsman's uniform speaks to a rather puzzled young man. Sergei Karenin, you are wondering perhaps why I have asked you here. Yes, Major Yashvin, I am. In one way, it is very simple. Today you come of age, and today this house is yours. Mine, sir? This house? By order of Count Alexis Vronsky, for whom I act. But but I don't understand. Ah, you will. I have here a letter. It was written by your mother, Anna Karenina. My mother? I am instructed to read it to you. It is a beautiful letter. Many times through the years I have read it to myself. 
And sometimes at the words I almost hear her voice. Such a soft voice. So gentle. Saying the things that were in her heart. Alexei, my darling. My darling. It is very late now, and I am alone. I'm alone. The fire is almost spent, and shadows leap and dance across the room. Somehow, Somehow I, I think, think the shadows stand still, only when they settle on my heart. Alexei, I must write this, and you must read it and decide. You must decide what is to be for us. Darling, we have found so much together, you and I. And lost so much. Yes, even in the very moment we met. That first moment. Remember, Alexei? I remember. I remember it all. The Moscow Railroad Station, the crowd. You so tall and splendid in your guardsman's uniform. Your mother so proud as she introduced you. Alexei, may I present Madame Karenina? We travel from St. Petersburg together. I envy you such lovely company. <laughs> Madam, I trust my mother amused you. Very much. She talked about you the entire way. Oh, that must have been boring, I should think. <laughs> Not at all. I rather welcome the opportunity. Opportunity? For what? You see, I have a little boy of my own. Your mother talked about her son. I talked about mine. <laughs> <laughs> you laughed, and I laughed, too. The first thing that we ever shared... And in that tiny moment, separated from all time, you found a new excitement for your life. I lost my heart. I tried to tell myself I had no right, but if my mind said no, my other self kept whispering your name. And you, you felt it too. Wherever I went, I found you waiting, your eyes seeking mine, until I was frightened, terrified. Yet I had no will to act until the night... Of the Korsanskis ball. I wish this dance could last through all eternity. Forever and ten years after that. Every girl in Moscow would hate me. In St. Petersburg, too, from all I hear. If you knew what this means to me, to be with you, to hold you in my arms. Korsansky, I'm a married woman. I have a husband and I have a son. When I leave you, I'm lost in a world of strangers. When I touch your hand, we're alone. If you let me tell please, you all... Please, please, the dance is ending. <laughs> You see, I returned you to the world. You'll save me the supper dance. You must have counted on it. I am afraid I can't. Why not? I don't believe I can stay for the supper dance. But you promised. Well, I... I'm sorry. I must leave at once. I'm returning to St. Petersburg tonight. I left that night. I thought that in St. Petersburg I would be safe. Safe from you and safe from myself. But you, Alexei, you would not let it be that way. You followed me to St. Petersburg. And there, in every group, at every turn, I found you by my side. Attentive, courteous, your eyes saying things I did not dare to hear you speak. Until my pulses sang, I was faint with a terror and with joy. Oh, there were others, too, who noticed it. My husband's friends. What a lovely little morsel it was for them. The way she's carrying on. Karenian must be blind. The most brilliant man in the cabinet. And a perfect fool at home. Oh, I can't wait till this afternoon. Anna's going to be at Lydia's. And Bronski? Of course. It seems they both like to play croquet. Mm. 
my shot, I believe, but what shall I do? Oh, why not hit my ball? That'll give you two extra shots. You can dispose of me, then go through the wicket. Well, that's an excellent idea. Now then... I love your frown when you concentrate. How can I play when you talk to me? All right. Now, get your line and... And what? Do you get a sense we're being watched? Watched? We are being devoured. Shall we deprive these charming people of their uh, hors d'oeuvres? Oh, that would be cruel. Then let's be cruel. Watch. Oh, oh, you've hit us both out. Just as I intended. Behind those trees? Well, at least we're together. Shall we play from there? Oh, you, you really shouldn't. They'll talk. Let them talk. They'll say all sorts of things. They'll say them anyway. Here we are. Out of sight, but not out of mind. Not out of their minds. Don't, Bronski. This can't go on. What do you wish me to do? Go back to Moscow. Pick some pretty young girl, get married. Very well, I will. You will? We'll never see each other again. Yes, that is best. Oh, no. You're all my life to me. You know that. You've known it from the beginning. But... And I know what I mean to you. I can see it in your no, eyes. Must I say I'll leave you, and while I say it, you know you can't deny it that we're doomed. No, no. Doomed to unimaginable despair. What a bliss. Unimaginable bliss. Please. Anna! Anna, my dear. That's your husband, I believe. We're here, sir. Ah. Out of bounds, I see. Good afternoon, Count Bronsky. Your Excellency. Anna, I stopped by on the way from the office. I thought you might want me to take you home. Well, Lydia has asked me to stay for dinner. I'm sure she'll want you, too. I'm sorry. I must finish some work this evening. Then you won't mind if I stay? As you like, my dear. And if your son asks for you, I'll explain that you're busy. Mother? Is that you, Mother? Sergey, you're still awake? You didn't come in to kiss me tonight. I'm sorry, dearest. I can never sleep unless you kiss me tonight. You shall have your kiss now. Now I can sleep. Darling, darling, will you always love me? Don't go away. Shh, dearest, it's all right. Go to sleep. Father. Good night, darling. Anna. Yes? Will you come here, please? I must speak to you. It must be very important to keep you up so late. Well? Anna, I feel it necessary to warn you. Warn me? About what? You've become an object of disagreeable gossip. These attentions from Count Vronsky. Do you mean to accuse me of anything wrong? I'm not inquiring into your feelings, Anna. I have no wish to pry into your soul. I'm only concerned with appearances. Of course. Appearances. You do not love me, I know. You've never loved me. But this much at least you will consider. The effect of a scandal upon your son. That's all. Good night. I tried, Alexei, because I loved my son. Sergei and you, you two were all I had in the world. But then, the next day you rode for your regiment in the race. Yes, I sat and watched with my husband for appearances. But all that was real in me was with you as you rode. I touched the spurs with you and used the whip. 
I strained with you to clear the obstacles. I gripped the reins with you, and as you reached the final barrier... Alexa! He's down. He missed the barrier. No, wait, he's up. Oh, he's getting up, Anna. He's all right. Oh, are you sure? Oh. Anna. Anna, what is it? Perennia. She's fainted. Yes, the excitement. If you will excuse us now, I think I'd better take her home. I warned you about, Anna, making me ridiculous to my friends, my colleagues. Unless I'm mistaken about the meaning of your conduct. You're not mistaken. I love him. You may do what you like with me. Anna, I believe in marriage as an institution. The family cannot be broken up by whim or caprice. I have stated these views in public. I will not violate them in private. You mean you will not give me a divorce? Why should I? To justify your conduct and his. No. You will remain here as my wife before the world. You will never see him again. And the alternative? Resign all claim to your son. To Sergei? But I couldn't. I couldn't live without my child. Oh, you know I couldn't. Oh, please, please, if you ever loved me, if there remains in you one spark of generosity, of kindness... I'm very I... sorry, my dear. I'm late for an appointment at the ministry. You know, Alexis, as your closest friend, I can tell you the colonel is highly pleased with you. Until this last month, when you curtailed your attentions to a certain charming lady... The colonel has it all wrong. I didn't stop seeing the lady. She stopped seeing me. <laughs> of course. Exactly what I'd expect you to say. Part of the code. The code for gentlemen and officers. A fine code indeed. Pay a card sharper, but don't pay a tailor. Quite right. Never lie to a man, only to a woman. Well, naturally. Never cheat anyone except a husband. Inevitably. Never pardon an insult, but give one freely. Obviously. It's stupid, unfair, nonsensical. It's... Yes, come in. Excuse me, sir, but the lady's outside. Here? Oh, yes. Yes, just a moment. Thank you, sir. Oh, uh, Yashvin, if you'll excuse me, something unexpected. Oh, certainly. Uh, I understand. I was going anyway. Uh, the other door, please. <laughs> of course. Alexei. Anna. I had to come. I had to come, Alexei. Anna. You're here. You're really here. This awful month, this awful separation. Sitting in that house night after night, dying in silence. He sits across the table, watches me, cold, polite, merciless. I can't tell you what it's been. Darling. A prisoner with no hope of reprieve. For me, too. My life has been dead, tasteless. Each hour, I think, the days go by and life goes by without you. I couldn't stand it any longer. I had to see you just once. Honor. You're not going back. What shall I do? Go away with me, just you and I. It's you, your career, the regiment. The devil with the regiment. We'll go away tonight. Now. Anna, you will. You will, I see it in your face. Oh, Anna. Anna. Love me, Alexei. Love me very much. Now I have no one in the world but you.
Lady Esther has presented Act One of Anna Karenina, starring Gregory Peck and Ingrid Bergman. In just a moment, we will hear the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Act Two. But first, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. Suppose I were to say to you, no one is born with a dry, rough skin. No one is born with blackheads or big pores. And I can prove that no one needs to have skin troubles. I can prove it right now with my 30-second patch test. Then suppose you said, what is the patch test, and how will it prove that no one needs to have skin troubles? Well, here's how I would describe the patch test. And remember, it takes only 30 seconds, half a minute. Just rub a little Lady Esther four-purpose face cream on one part of your face, like your forehead, chin, or one cheek. Rub it on, wipe it off, and look in your mirror. See how much fresher and clearer that patch of skin looks than all the skin around it. Touch it with your fingers. Feel how the dry, rough flakes are gone. Feel how that patch of skin has taken on a delicate, baby-like smoothness. Now that will happen to your entire face when you apply Lady Esther face cream, for it does the four things your skin needs most for beauty. It gives your skin sparkling new beauty and freshness in a single application, and you can prove it. You can see it for yourself in 30 seconds with the simple little patch test. Again, the lovely old country house near St. Petersburg. Again, the candlelit study. And young Sergei Karenin lost in the spell of his mother's letter. Major Yashvin, did they go away, my mother and Count Vronsky? Yes, they went away. A love like theirs could not be bound or shackled by the world. Where did they go? To Italy, to Venice. All that, too, is in the letter. And so we ran away, Alexei, you and I. To happiness greater than I'd ever dreamed. Italy was warm and bright. The sun shone every day. As if to smile on all the things we felt. Remember, darling, the golden days. The lazy days so full of quiet joy. Anna, what do you think? Shall we go out in a gondola on the Grand Canal? Mm, Or explore all the little canals where the doges used to throw their enemies. Or go to St. Mark's and feed the pigeons. Yes. Or to Florian's and feed ourselves. Oh, yes. Or shall we be really energetic? Yes. And go out on the balcony and adore each other. You have said it once, Alexei. And there, in Venice, we found it together. Until that night. Do you remember, darling? A moon, a gondola. Somewhere a song. Such beauty as I could not bear. And so I turned to you and said, Alexei. Yes. Is that pain in the world? Are that tears? For this one hour, they're extinct. I feel pain. I feel tears. Why? Because I'm happy. This is happiness, not to think, only to feel, to live. Is that not so, darling? Alexei? And the breath of Russia is sweet. And sweet over all the land broods the soul of Russia. 
You remember Pushkin's poem? You miss Russia. You miss home. Oh, not really. Oh, sometimes the snow, perhaps. I think I must have been born with snow in my blood. Alexei. Yes, Anna. This afternoon in the square, I saw a little boy. Darling, I know what you're thinking. You mustn't. You still have me, darling. I love you. I know, I know, but there was something about the boy. Something in his face. Alexei, let's go home. Out, madame. Out? Yes, madame. Uh, Captain Yashvin came by. And they went out together? Yes, I, I believe they were going to the club. Oh. Alexei? Is that you, Alexei? Anna, you're still awake. I couldn't sleep. Did you have a good time with Yashvin? Well, you know, Yashvin, he's always jolly. What did you do? Oh, we talked, regimental gossip, and went around to the club. Did you enjoy that? Oh, it was nice seeing the old crowd again. But you felt yourself an outsider. Well, as a matter of fact. And you thought... Oh, never mind. Oh, no, what's wrong with you? You thought, why did I give this up? All this jolly life. Why? For what? Oh, really, Anna, your imagination. It's the truth. I can see it in your eyes. It's true. Oh, Anna, you're conjuring a phantom. I am. I went to see Sergei this afternoon. The servants wouldn't let me in. Karenin has told my son that I'm dead. Why didn't you tell me? Darling, I'm so sorry. Take me away. Take me out of this hateful sickness. Of course I will. I will, Anna. First thing tomorrow. We'll go to my place in the country. Just the two of us. Yes, just the two of us. Just the two of us. You've been so quiet all afternoon. Is anything wrong? Oh, it's beastly rain. Can't hunt, can't ride, can't even walk. I'm sorry you're bored. Oh, I'm not really. Anna, I've been meaning to tell you. I'm afraid I shall have to go to Moscow. Again? Well, it's business. I, I have to see my mother about the estate. Yes, I know. Perhaps your mother will give another party for you. The last one you said was very gay. Oh, what of it? Sometimes it's pleasant to be gay. Oh, I understand you very well, Alexei. What do you mean by that? Nothing. I'm sick of hints, insinuations. Why can't you be simple? I am. That's the trouble. That isn't the trouble at all. The trouble is we're too much alone. Really, Anna, we should have people here. People? Who would come? Oh, my old comrades from the regiment. Perhaps. Perhaps men are more tolerant. Uh, and Yashvin. At least Joshman likes him. Oh, he adores you. We'll have a wonderful time. The rain can't last. I'll ask them the weekend after next. (laughs) 
I tell you, if we had a spark of courage, we'd be in with the Serbs right now fighting the Turks. Yashvin, is there any chance of our getting in? Oh, not much, Alexis. The government's lazy. Not all of us, though. What do you mean? Tell him, Yashvin. Well, confidentially, Alexis, most of us here are planning to resign from the regiment and join up with the Serbs. When are you going? Could I... Gentlemen? Anna. I trust I'm not spoiling your argument. Oh, it was no argument, madame. We were talking about war. Even in peace, must you soldiers talk about war? (laughs) During war, we talk about peace. (laughs) Anna, they're going to fight the Turks. But we're not at war with the Turks. No, but we have sacred obligations to our fellow Slavs. For my part, I I think... Vronsky, you with us? Oh, that's wonderful. Alexei. Gentlemen, I propose you a toast. To our good friend and comrade, Count Alexis Vronsky. And may he be lucky in war, as he has been in love. Alexei, it's true, then. You're really leaving. I'm to join the others in Moscow. Shall I go with you to Moscow? Oh, please, Alexei, let me... Believe me, Anna. It's better that you do not. So this is how you love me. Please, Anna, let's don't quarrel now. Not even these last few hours. You don't want to give me these. Anna, I beg of you when you're calm. I love you and you're tired of me. That's why you are enlisting in a foreign war. I must fill my life with something. Something, anything, anything but... Anna, listen to me. I love you, I love you. You know that, but love isn't everything. One only says that when love is over. I wish you'd stop chattering to me about love. After all, I'm a man. There are other things. I can't stand the sound of the word anymore. I'm sick and tired of love. doomed to be from the moment we met. But this I must write, and this I must tell you still once again. Whatever of my heart is left, whatever Whatever of my life is yours, you must decide if you wish to keep it. I love you. I shall always love you, Anna. That is the end, Major Yashvin? Not quite, my boy. She brought the letter to Moscow so he might read it before he left. I remember we were already on the train. We had just started to move. She came running along the platform, calling to him. Perhaps he did not hear. He turned away. And she? I saw her pause beside the moving train. I saw her fall. The running crowds. An accident? Perhaps. And he, Count Vronsky... They sent her letter to him in the field. That night he didn't say very much, went to his tent and wrote. It was his will, the will that gave this house to you. The next morning in battle, he was killed. He he meant to die. Perhaps. Yet sometimes through the years, I felt that neither one was gone. And sometimes in this house... Perhaps it was the wind. I seem to hear a lover's sigh. Anna. Anna. You are my whole life. I love you, Alexei. I shall always love you. Always. Always. Always.
Thank you. Thank you, Ingrid Bergman and Gregory Peck, for a beautiful and tender performance. One that we will all remember for a long, long time. We will remember too, Mr. Bradley. And be very happy that we were invited to appear here with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players. We all know the magnificent work being done by the Motion Picture Relief Fund and its country house and clinic. We know how that work is made possible by these radio programs, and we are proud to share in them. And now here's a word from one of America's foremost beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Bergman. Anyone can use the words I use, can say the things I say, even a parrot. But no one can give you the same face cream I do. And I'm willing to prove it. Prove it in 30 seconds, half a minute, with the patch test. To make the patch test, just rub a little Lady Esther face cream on your forehead or one cheek. Rub it on, wipe it off, and I promise you an experience you won't soon forget. You'll see that patch of skin become fresher and clearer before your eyes. You'll see it take on a sudden new look of beauty and radiance. And when you touch it with your fingers, you'll discover that the dry, rough flakes are gone. That the little area of skin to which you apply Lady Esther face cream has a new silken feel to it. A baby-soft smoothness. Now that will happen to all your face when you apply Lady Esther face cream. For it does the four things your skin needs most for beauty. Many women who thought they were born with a bad skin write and tell me they see an exciting difference after the very first application of Lady Esther face cream. Proof. See the exciting difference yourself by making the Lady Esther patch test. Remember, it takes only 30 seconds, half a minute. Gregory Peck and Ingrid Bergman will soon be seen in the David O. Selznick production, Spellbound. And Gregory Peck is currently working in the Metro-Golden-Mayer production, Valley of Decision. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. You save enough on the largest-sized jar of Lady Esther face cream to buy a box of Lady Esther face powder. So remember, ask for the largest size. Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther. Thank you and good night. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs>